Hey folks, Jim Thomas here, fitness management and consulting, and I appreciate you being here at the channel today. And for those of you that have not yet done so, you know, please hit that subscribe button. And if you find the information beneficial that uh, that I provide, you know, please hit that like button as well. And if you want to be notified of future videos that we provide, we'll provide these nearly every single day. You know, hit that notification button to be notified. You know, when they drop. Now, our topic for you today is we want to give you 13 strategies to increase gym sales production. All right, 13 strategies to increase gym sales production. So number one on our list is embrace the sales tools. Embrace the tools, okay? And the way I look at this is the tools, you know, the guest register. The guest register is going to tell me a story. You know, it's going to, you know, the, the age of the customer, how they heard about us, uh, why they didn't buy, did I find the powerful why. There's so much information in there, okay, uh, that uh, it's going to help me understand kind of what's happening in the sales process. But embrace the tools. And the way I look at it, any form that we use is a sales tool. Okay, it's something that I can use and you can use to help get better and better understand what you're doing. Your guest registers, your telephone inquiry log sheets, your needs analysis, your uh, point of sale referral sheet, uh, your your follow up sheets. I mean, all these forms, your daily productivity reports that you complete. All of these are sales tools. Embrace them. It's not just busy work. It's not just something to, to keep you busy. It's really meant to tell a story because you can look at this and you can see where your strengths are, where your weakness, weaknesses are, and then how to fix them. So embrace these sales tools. Uh, number two, track and measure your sales activities. You know, these are, in a manner of speaking, these are going to be your KPIs, right? You know, track and measure your sales activities. How many daily outbound calls are you making? How many contacts are you making? I'm not talking leaving a voicemail. I'm talking calling somebody up and actually speaking to them. How many appointments are you making every day? You know, what kind of outbound prospecting are you doing? What's your appointment show ratio like? What's your closing percentage like? How many referrals are you getting? Okay, you know, track and measure all of this. You want to know all of this information, okay, to really tell you exactly what's happening. You want to know your numbers. And the big reason you want to know your numbers, the big reason you want to track all of this is because conditions have a way of changing. You know, all, you, all of a sudden you're, 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 you're rolling along and all of a sudden, oops, I'm not rolling anymore and sales are down. And you can start to look and understand, hey, why are sales down? Is it because my pipeline is empty? Uh, is it because my show percentage has dropped? Has my closing percentage changed? You know, what's changed here? Okay, and you're not gonna know that unless you're tracking and, um, and monitoring those numbers. Uh, number three, establish a schedule and a routine. You know, what's your schedule and routine on this? And I'll give you one example of how we do some of this is like with a daily productivity report, which is going to talk about, you know, contacts and appointments and prospecting and knowing our personal numbers and things like that. But, you know, constantly monitoring that of where I'm at. So first thing in the morning, you know, if I'm a salesperson, I might meet with my manager. If I'm a manager, I'm meeting with my salesperson and going over this. You know, what is the expectation? How are we doing on contacts? Where are these contacts going to come from? 
Where are these dials of the phone going to come from? How am I looking on appointments? You know, as far as a schedule, I might have a, uh, every day I'm going to have some kind of um, sales meeting. Might only be 10, 15 minutes, but I'm going to schedule a sales meeting every day. I might have what I call a huddle up meeting, you know, before the, the busy shift begins in the evening, you know, saying, hey, here's where we're at, here's where we need to be, you know, what do we have that's coming in? You know, I want to have this kind of schedule. I want people, I want, and, and manner of speaking, I want to be somewhat predictable, you know, if I'm a manager for my staff and knowing, hey, here's how I'm going to respond and here's what we're looking for. But establish that schedule, establish that routine of how we like to do things. Uh, number four, create daily goals. Okay, you know, if you're a manager doing this, you're an owner doing this, you know, what is our goal for the month? You know, what's our goal for the week? And certainly, what is our goal for the day? You're an individual, make sure you have that. And then, what is my plan to reach it? And then, what is our projections? Because one of the things I like to see us do is we want to manage based on these objectives. And so, let's just say you're an individual salesperson and your, your goal is 50 sales and you're projecting 40. Okay, well, we want to manage based on that. What do I need to do these next two or three days? What do I need to do here to get those numbers up? And write yourself a plan of action on how to do it. So create daily goals. Make sure you have a target. Don't just say, I need more sales. Okay, that won't be enough. All right. Uh, number five, for you managers, for you owners, create an onboarding and training plan. Okay. You know, when we get people hired, make sure we have an onboarding strategy, okay? I mean, from my standpoint, I like for folks to walk in ready to go. I don't want on-the-job training, so to speak. They should know the telephone inquiry script. They should know how to book an appointment. They should know the sales process. They should know, um, you know, how to get referrals. They should know how to, you know, present training. They should know how to present retail. They should know how to, you know, work the CRM. Make sure you have a really good onboarding and ongoing training program. You know, the biggest message I can give you on this is, it's no different than your customer coming in to work out. If they're coming in frequently, they're coming in on a regular basis, they're going to get great results because they're training on a regular basis. It's the same thing with your sales staff. Make sure we're training and teaching them on a regular basis. And this would be a good time to mention, you know, use this channel to do this. Use this channel to, to train and teach your staff. You're never, you know, this is like fitness. You're never going to totally get there. You're always looking to get better. Okay, you're always working on it. So have an onboarding and a training plan for your staff. Number six, this is one that you know, managers and owners don't think enough about in my estimation, is treat your staff, treat your salespeople just like you would a prospect. Okay, what are we gonna do with the prospect? Okay, we're gonna be friendly, we're gonna be treat them with courteous, you know, we're gonna be courteous, we're gonna treat them with respect. We're gonna nurture them, we're gonna maintain interest and desire. We're gonna show them how we can solve their problem. Okay, treat them just like you would a customer. You'll be surprised how things will change. Okay, when we start to give, you know, that kind of, uh, that kind of appreciation to somebody. Okay, so treat your salespeople like prospects. Number seven, over communicate with your team. Over communicate. Let everybody know what's going on. Not only what's going on, but why it's going on. You know, I know I go into a lot of clubs sometimes and we're talking to personal trainers and one of the first things they say, oh yeah, they don't really tell us anything. I don't know what's going on. Over communicate, okay? You know, as long as we're giving information, 
Uh, we're solving problems, providing solutions. We're treating them like a, a client, right? You know, they're going to want to hear it. But over communicate. Have systems in place. You know, have a communications logbook at your front desk. You can do it in book fashion. You can do it online. Doesn't matter. Okay. But have a communications logbook, and whatever people need to know every day when they come in, they sign off on it. Yeah, I read through this. Okay. But over communicate. People should know what's going on. What's the latest promotion? What's the latest campaign? How should we answer the phone? All of these things. Okay. Number eight, stay motivated, you know, with some kind of an accountability network. Okay. You know, and first of all, the accountability network, let people know, people close to you, hey, here's what I intend to do. Here's my goal for the month. Here's what I intend to do. I'm an owner. I'm going to open up my second location. I'm going to open up my third. I'm a salesperson. I'm going to get you know 100 sales this month. Okay, but then the thing too, we want to stay motivated with this accountability network. But understand this, you know, motivation can and will wane. Okay, and what needs to take its place is discipline. So when that motivation is not there, stay disciplined to do it. Stay disciplined to do it. And hey, if you blow it one day and doesn't, you don't do it like you should, it doesn't mean you're done. doesn't mean you stopped. Let's start again the very next day. All right. So stay motivated slash stay disciplined. Okay. Number nine, you know, establish a lead qualification program. Okay. Establish a, a lead. How, how are we qualifying leads? Okay, you know, how are we how are we qualifying these leads? And are these leads cold? Are they warm? Are they hot? You know, where are they at? But have some way of doing this. And I would even say when customers come into our gym, okay, when they're first registering in, we're kind of qualifying that lead. You know, Mary, is this your first time in the gym? And oh yeah, this is my first time here. Oh, fantastic. And Mary, how long have you thought about doing something for yourself? Okay, that's some very simple qualification things that you start with. You know, Mary, is this information going to be for you or for somebody else? Okay. And, and when they come in, if they say, well, yeah, I was in a month ago. Oh, yeah, I was a member here a few months back. Mary, fantastic. You know, do you now have enough information to go ahead and make a decision on membership? Okay. So, you know, establish a lead uh, qualification process. Uh, number 10, learn how to delegate. Okay, and depending on where you are, certainly if you're owner, if you're manager, absolutely. Salesperson, you may not, although some salespeople that I've had the, the opportunity to be associated with over the years that were really high producers, you know, producing those 100 sales a month, they'd, they'd hire somebody that they could delegate some of this stuff to, okay? So they could continue to do more sales. But know this, okay? If somebody else can do it, delegate it. That's the message. If somebody else can do it, delegate it. Okay, it's going to free you up to make more sales, number one, and, and do other things that maybe other people can't do. Plus, now you're, you're training and teaching somebody else a little bit. You're helping to develop them. Okay, so make sure we delegate. Uh, number 11 on our list of uh, strategies to increase gym sales production. Number 11, research the prospect. You know, if you have the opportunity to do so, you know, Search them on Google real quick. See what you come up with. You know, take a look at their Facebook page. You know, see what they're talking about. Okay, if it's a corporate client, you got a corporate you know thing going up. You know, check them on LinkedIn again. Google them. You know, find their Facebook page. You know, the more things you can understand about your customer, the better. I mean, I, I can think years ago we were working on a project. We were helping a client uh, attempt to sell his business. We had someone coming in to look at it, 
And we did this. We did some research. We did a Google search on them. And lo and behold, what do we find online is they had played in a golf tournament a week or two earlier. And uh, their, their scorecard was posted. <laughs> okay? Became a great talking point, you know, to build rapport, to build trust. You know, we had another one one time that we again did the same thing. We actually did an alert on them. And what gets posted, well, one of their managers, this is the national group, one of their managers in another part of the country had won the lottery, <laughs> okay? And we were the ones that informed them of it because, you know, we had the, the article right there. So, you know, don't be afraid to research your prospect and know what's going on. And this can be for customers coming in, maybe people you're following up with. You know, it, again, again, you want to build that bridge of trust by talking about something we have in common. This will allow you to do that. Number 12. Big one here, celebrate the wins. Celebrate, celebrate, celebrate. As many of you have heard me talk about, one of the things that I've always done is someone makes that sale, hey, thank you. Appreciate it. We're gonna celebrate it, okay? Um, I'm a big fan of, of sales contests and celebrating success. I'm a big fan of, of, uh, of handing out awards. But celebrate success. You know, too often we kind of beat them down when they don't have it and we forget the other. Okay, celebrate success. Catch people doing something right. Write them up for doing something right. Celebrate the wins. You want to reinforce the kind of behavior that you want to have. Okay, and then number 13, our final strategy to help you, uh, you know, increase gym sales production is keep coaching, keep developing your team. Keep coaching them, keep training, keep develop, developing them. Make this the biggest priority. Train your staff. There's not a bigger waste of money out there than when we hire people and we don't train them. And, you know, maybe we don't train them because we don't know what to do. If you're not sure, use this channel as a way to educate and train and develop your staff. But make a full commitment to train and develop your staff. And not just when they first get started, but an on an ongoing basis. I mean, there's too many salespeople that they come in, they do really well, then they struggle, and then they're gone, okay? And maybe they come in, they're full of enthusiasm, maybe we train them, and that's the reason they ramp up. They hit some roadblocks, and now we're not training them. We're saying, hey, what's going on? And they're gone, okay? There's one thing you can't train. You can't train experience. You can't train time in the saddle. When we get these folks in, treat them like a customer, What's your retention strategy, okay, you know, for your staff? What's your retention strategy for your staff? You know, for customers, you know, we want to over-communicate with them, right? We want to talk to them all the time. We want to show them how to solve problems. We want to provide solutions for them. We want to nurture them. We want to maintain interest and desire. Do the same thing for your staff. Keep teaching them. Keep training them. Putting them in the best position possible to have success. So folks, 13 strategies. Take a look at them. You know, how many of them are you doing? How many can you start today? And how quick can you get up to doing all 13? Do them. Watch your sales, you know, start to increase. Folks, my name is Jim Thomas. My company is Fitness Management and Consulting. I appreciate you being here at the channel today. And we look forward to seeing you on that next video. Thanks.